Hi everyone and welcome to an unedited, unfiltered version of the Live Life Well podcast. If this is the first time that you have joined us, welcome. My name is Amy Leong and I am your resident leadership and well-being coach and consultant. I'm the founder of the Live Life Well movement and today we are going to be talking about the word of the year concept. So if you have been around the internet or anything like that for the last little bit, there has been a lot of talk about what is the word of the year? Is it even helpful to use this concept as an alternative to the new year's resolution? And so for the past two weeks, I have been putting it out there to my audience, uh, people in my circles. I did a poll on LinkedIn, a poll in my Facebook group, uh, Burn Bright Blueprint, which you're more than welcome to join. It's all about sustainable success and leadership and well-being. And then I also did a poll on Instagram as well as a post as well. So I thought I would share those results with you. And basically I was asking the question, do you think the word of the year concept is powerful or pointless or is, are you unsure about the whole thing, right? So I was um, just um, interested to see like what was happening out there. And so out of all the polls that I did, there were 42 people who responded, which is great. And 58% said that it was powerful, like the word of the year was a powerful thing for them. And then 16% it said it was pointless. And then 26% said that they were unsure, like whether it was useful or not. So that's the results of the polling. And thank you to every single person who actually clicked you know, one of those options, powerful, pointless, or unsure. And I also wanted to give a particular shout out to people who actually left comments as well. So I'm going to share a few of them. And I um, just want to say thank you to the community for actually doing this, because I think it's important to just share different opinions and kind of see things from both sides. So I thought I'd start there before I actually go into some of my thought process around word of the year. Okay. All right, so you're going to hear me clicking around, but that's because this is unedited and it's really important for it to just be free flow. So let me get into it straight away. So in my Facebook group, like I mentioned, Burn Bright Blueprint, um, which I'll put a link in here if you want to join in on the conversation, but I had a few people who shared their views. Okay, so I'm just going to use their first name for privacy sake, but if you join our group, then obviously you get to meet these amazing people. So we had Janice said about the word of the year, she said she thinks personally that it's useful um, if you have reflected well on the year before and then spend the time to understand where you go um, and where and what you need to keep before you in the next year to achieve the goals that you want for the year. So her reservation is that it's too often used as a token and applied because it sounds great but without commitment to the idea behind it and depth of reflection that brings life into your goals to give rise to it, it's just a word. I love that. Okay, so we had um, someone else called Shelly who said, I'm not sure if a single word really has much point. To me, actions speak louder than words, which is, I agree with that too. Um, Rowan said, to set a theme for your focus in the new year is helpful, provided you remember and refer back to it regularly. Yes, there are other words that will have influence over your year. However, a theme can help you focus. I agree with that too. So Jenny says, if the word of the year is designed to influence others, then I think it's pointless. What is 
a powerful and empowering word to some may not be for others. And having a word of the year seems to me a bit of herd mentality. So row your own boat and decide on your own word of the year. I think that's valid too. Um, and then she kind of later on says, I think may I, I may have missed the point. If you're talking about, you know, penning your own personal word it to empower you or motivate you, then it's a great idea as long as you remain flexible enough to change it if it no longer serves you. Great perspective as well. All right, and um, Helen um, shared a bit of a long comment, so I'm not going to read it all, but she did say that this is her seventh year of actually choosing a word of the year. Um, and then she tends to make a piece of artwork around the word, um, whether it be a wood carving or and displays it at the forefront of her mind in a prominent place. Um, and then when she sees it, then she is constantly challenged by it, which I think is really good as well. Um, so you can read the rest of her comment if you join our Facebook group. Now, on Instagram, we had Laverda's Book Club say that she doesn't personally seek for a word for the year, but this year um, she has a word for each quarter, which is kind of cool. So her word for this quarter is commit, which is a powerful word. We had Jen B. Brands who said um, word of the year is powerful AF and with lots of raised hands. Um, we've had uh, Michelle from Linen Journey says, I don't do New Year's resolutions, but generally have a word or phrase or even a Bible verse for the year. And then she thinks that this word, uh, the word for her this year is fresh start or clean slate, which is a great word or words. Uh, we had Teresa from What's on the Rise um, say that I think it's a good framework to pray into and then ask the Holy Spirit to reveal some of the things to focus on in the new year and then but sometimes she's found that um uh when ha when she has that word of the year uh it's helpful to remind herself that whatever the outcome of that year looks like i just need to surrender to the lord and trust his timing fantastic thanks for sharing your thoughts Teresa. and then i had someone in the dms share with me um someone who said that she thought the whole um word of the year was pointless which is fine everyone's you know, opinion is valid here. We're a safe place. We're a safe community where we can have different opinions. And so um, this person shared that I think, um, and her name's Tash, I think the key thing is probably to have a plan for implementing the things that you want to achieve in concrete steps, plus putting in checkpoints to track the progress. Um, she said, I'm not sure how picking one word for the year at the start of the year is helpful in this context. Fair point. Okay, so We've um, been able to share some of the different views that we have in our community. And I wanted to share what my thoughts were on this. And, you know, you're very welcome to disagree because, um, like I said, we value different opinions and it actually is helpful when we can have a dialogue about the things that maybe we don't agree on, but also having um, the humility to, um, I guess, take on different opinions or acknowledge that hey maybe I don't agree but it doesn't mean we can't be friends so with that in mind I actually as I am legally trained as a lawyer or trained as a lawyer um, I did a bit of research <laughs> and that's something that I think it's in, in it is helpful to not only get feedback from other people but then also to see what else other people are saying out there so I listened to Morgan Harper Nichols podcast I listened to Mamma Mia, Well Balanced, um, SBS News in Depth, um, and then I uh, had a look on the web as well as to what other people were saying about Word of the Year. And for your information, um, a lot of what was being 
talked about when it came to word of the year was really around setting an intention for the year. So I think I agree with what people have said is like, if you just pick a word out of the year and you never refer to it again during the year, then it's a bit pointless, you know, like we actually have to use it. Um, if you're going to use it as a reference point, then to actually have it somewhere in front of you so that you can see it um, to frame your year. Now, in terms of whether it's one word or a phrase, I don't think it really makes a difference. It's really about your heart intention. And then it's about the things that you're going to focus on for the new year. So I personally do choose a word of the year. And I um, find that it's more helpful than New Year's resolutions because New Year's resolutions can kind of be one of those things that you kind of just set at the start. And then mostly, you know, by this time of the year, you've already like, um, you know, forgotten about it or you, you feel like you failed because you haven't kept to them. And then you just kind of discard them and be like, oh, whatever. And then it's of new, no use that way. So my reasoning for using a word of the year is, or choosing some form of focus or theme, like Rowan said, is that it, it actually just helps me frame the different decisions that I'm gonna make um, for the year. So for example, um, I'll share with you my 2021 and then 2022 and then or then eventually my 2023 word and hopefully that will just show how I've chosen personally to use it and again feel free to disagree um, but um, hopefully that will just help you in terms of maybe thinking about choosing a word uh, if you want and if you if that's not your jam that's okay you can move along you can probably just end the episode here. So for those who do want to continue on and hear a few things um, and a bit of storytelling as well. So my word for 2021 was actually metamorphosis. So if you follow me on Instagram, you can probably scroll through and see the significance of that word for me um, in 2021. And again, if you know a bit of my story, 2021 was a huge change like metamorphosis means changing from one state to another right um and i that was the year 2021 was a year that i took a break from legal practice and then started to pursue coaching and mentoring um, in my own business and it was a huge shift and to be honest i think that that metamorphosis experience carried over into 2022 and um, even though I did pick um, another word or words for 2022, uh, metamorphosis, I think, really was just that overarching, you know, transformation um, and uh, really just deconstructing, I think, some of the things that I believed about myself, uh, what I believed about work, what I believed about the opinions of others, those kind of things all got wrapped up and continued to be unraveled in 2022. So my words for 2022 was actually two phrases. It was take flight and freedom. So if you met me though in the start of 2022, even the first half, I would say, I would say there was no evidence of taking flight or freedom. But what I realized at the end of 2022 is that sometimes you have to go through the valley in order to get to those mountaintops. And uh, that's why when people ask me, how was your 2022? Like what I've come to realize and what sits really well with me in describing it is that it was both the worst year of my life and the best year of my life. And, you know, I'm 
thinking of doing an actual episode around that whole concept at another time because we don't have time to share the ins and outs of that. But um, it was towards the end of the year that I would say those intentions that I had for 2022 actually took place. So I actually was on the plane, I guess, um, three times last year. So flew to Queensland for two separate occasions and then we went to Perth as well. So I, I, I feel like that was kind of like that take flight, but also like in the physical sense, but in the emotional and uh, spiritual sense, you could say, like I felt like I really did take off in a few different areas of my life um, towards the end of uh, 2022. And that freedom aspect was really that sense of like letting go, like I said, of my previous uh, mindset, getting free of um, my perceptions of myself in the context of work, and then actually um, living out and walking out in freedom from depression, from anxiety, from the tentacles that had held on to me when it came to burnout. So that's a story for another time, but that's kind of how the words of the year took shape for me in 2022. So I'm going to reveal to you and share with you, if you're interested, my word for 2023. So at the start of the year, on the first day of the year, I actually took time out, um, like I'm a person of prayer, person of faith. And so my husband and I actually spent time in the prayer room um, for our church. And yeah, I was just sitting with it and just being like, okay, um, for me, you know, whether you believe in God or not, but I believe in God, you might believe in the universe, but I'm just going to use God because that's, um, you know, the, the thing that I believe in, the the higher power that I believe in so I yeah I was praying to God and I was just like resting and thinking like okay what's the word for this year um and initially what came out was a phrase um so it was actually courageously breaking free like I think I'm definitely in that place of like wanting to break free and like um not be restrained by what society says you should do what society says is success but actually like freeing my mind to actually believe the things that are bigger and maybe things that I haven't seen before. So that's kind of where the breaking free came in. And like courageous is like, you obviously like, if you're going to do something different, you're going to have to operate from that place of courage of like, almost like doing things when you're afraid, um, just and stepping into things in faith. Um, even if you don't know exactly what the road's going to look like and what the path is going to look like, but just doing it anyway. So that's kind of what's happened and uh, what I was kind of focusing on. But then today when I actually participated in um, Roma Waterman's prophetic um, plan challenge, um, and again, this is a if you're a person of faith, but even if you're not a person of faith, apparently there's people who join this challenge who don't even believe in God and things like that, but they're just interested and open, you know, to new ideas. Um, so I'll leave a link to this in the episode if you are interested in joining because it's just started today, um, the 16th of January. Um, and so I was kind of contemplating and Roma went through a few activations of like, how do you go about, you know, almost picking a word for the day, a uh, word for the year. Um, and for me, for some reason, when I was sitting with it again, I was like, actually, you know, what's emerged is the word courage, like just courage. And it just sat a lot better for me, maybe over the phrase. And, um, you know, I'm a person who feels a lot. So, you know, not to let feelings dictate you, but they're good indicators for like where, you know, the direction you might want to be going. So anyway, so my word of the year was courage. And actually one of the things that I've been contemplating about for the last couple of weeks, to be honest, like even 
at the end of 2022, there's been this kind of, um, I don't know, this call you could say to like tap into my creativity again. And again, if you don't know my history, like one of my first side hustles in 2018 was actually a calligraphy business, a modern calligraphy business. And I loved like brush lettering and things like that. And I decided to turn it into a little side hustle while practicing law full time. And so that in itself um, led me to burning out a few times or getting close to burnout. Um, Anyway, long story short, I actually closed down that business in 2020 when the pandemic hit because I was doing live events, I was doing workshops and things like that. And I just didn't have the headspace to actually translate that online. Um, and that's actually around the time when I started this podcast as well. So we kind of like closed that door, started this podcast, thought that, you know, eventually at one point, maybe I'll go back to art, but it wasn't a huge priority for me. But this year, like I said, when I was sitting in the challenge um, the activation exercise that Roma had put forward, I was like, you know what, I would really love to just have fun with this again and not, not put so much pressure on the fact that, oh, maybe it has to make money and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, again, putting things out there and putting a value on it so that there's a level of value exchange and I'm not just, you know, devaluing my own, um, I guess, skills as an artist or a brush lettering artist those kind of things so yeah so that's kind of how we get to this um project that I'm going to launch now that you're going to hear about it for the first time on this podcast and it is the word of the year project and so really for me it's just an opportunity to engage in my creative gifts again but also give something to the world so if you feel like you are someone who has a word for the year or has a phrase or even a quote that you want to set your intentions on and actually use it to frame the decisions that you make this year or the focus that you have for this year, I would love to hear about it. And I'd love you to share with me what your word of the year is. And if you feel like you'd like to help kind of be part of this project, then I'd love you to submit your word. I'll put a link somewhere. And if it's not here on the podcast yet, just reach out to me because eventually I'll get it somewhere on the internet um, and just submit your word. And then if you'd like me to actually um, create it into a card, which um, I'll share with you what it looks like, um, I'm going to use it as a twofold thing. So yes, it is, you know, a project, a creative project that I love to be part of and I'd love you to be part of, um, but it's twofold. So one is if you sign up to the project and you want to be involved, then you um, will pay a small fee to have me write out your word on um, a little card that you can then use as a reminder for you for what your intentions are for 2023. Um, and then the second fold is that $5 from each of those um, submissions um, or the things that, yeah, I guess you'll exchange for your card is actually going to go and support um, a charity that is um, all focused around anti-human trafficking because that's been a huge like I don't have time to go into um, my passion for the end of slavery but um, if you look through uh, listen to other podcast episodes that I've had in the past it kind of 
explains kind of how I got to this place of like really wanting to support movements and people who are actually on the ground and helping victims of human trafficking and survivors of human trafficking. Um, that's always been a justice piece for me and um, wanting to be a voice for the voiceless people who um, don't have uh, an opportunity to advocate for themselves. And these organisations um, that I tap into are already doing the good work, so I'm just partnering with them. So I haven't actually picked the organisation that I'm going to donate the $5 from each of these um, Word of the Year submissions yet, but um, that's really my heart and what I want to see, um, yes, see put out into the world. So, um, yeah, if you'd like to join in this project, you're more than welcome to. Um, so Word of the Year project, which you'll see somewhere on the internet soon, um, but you heard it here first. And, um, yeah, I'm really excited to what's what's going to happen. Um, and as I mentioned before, if you're interested in actually picking your word of the year, if you're interested in actually going through that process, there are a few links that I'm going to share um, somewhere on the internet as well. If I don't do it straight away here on this, uh, when this podcast episode gets released, it will happen at some point, um, or you can just reach out to me, particularly on Instagram is the best way because I'm I frequent there quite a fair bit. So you can find me. Oh. Excuse me, my throat is going. Um, you can find me on at underscore Amy Leong, L-E-O-N-G underscore. And I'll also just put a link there um, in the show notes for you to connect there. And just ask me, it's like, like, oh, you talked about this word of the year or you talked about these links, you know, Morgan Harper Nichols and Mama Mia and stuff like that. And I'll send you that information. So just keeping it real. It's not as, you know, clean cut and um, organized as I'd like it to be, but this is the whole point of just doing things um, as inspired, um, as uh, messy, imperfect action, just to get the word out there and th get things moving. So with that in mind, that's going to be the end of these kind of, I don't know, it's like a little bit random episodes, I would say, like they're not strictly part of the last season that we had because they're a little, little bit out there and kind of almost standalone-ish. Um, but I am anticipating that I'm going to launch a new season of this podcast. It will probably still be the unedited versions because I like this style, to be honest. I like being able to just uh, put things out there. And I've been told uh, when I've shared it with other people that they actually enjoyed this conversation style. And I'd love to have guests on again, like on our podcast as well. But for now, um, not much editing is going to go into this. Um, we're just going to put it out there raw and see what happens. You know, if people are really concerned about the production quality and things like that, and it's really difficult for you, you to listen, then maybe this isn't the podcast for you. That's okay. Like, I'm happy for you. There's so many podcasts out there that um, you can more than, you know, go out there and listen to other things but if you're interested you know just in this free flow of conversation keeping it real keeping it raw um just talking about the things that matter uh really around leadership and well-being um and also just success principles i think that's really going to be a theme for our next season on this podcast so yeah i'm going to leave it there and i hope you um, enjoy this process of finding, you know, your word of the year. And, um, and if not, and it's not for you, that is all good. You're still welcome to join us in the Burn Bright Blueprint experience, which is um, the Facebook group that I have. And I will see you there. And if not, you can find me online and we can talk more about the word of the year there or otherwise. 
Okay, take care everyone and I will talk to you another time. Goodbye.